check, 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 oh yes. We're going to talk about instant coffee here in a second. Because, say what you want, pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Say what you want about the tenets of National Socialism, dude. At least it's an ethos. Name that movie. All right, let's call the brand Die. What's up? Whoa, you are very loud. Hold on. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I'll turn it down. Give check, me- check, check. That's because I've been up for like six hours and like you just woke up. It's fine. It's fine. We're all fine. Why have you been up for six hours? And why are you in a golf shirt? This is a horse riding shirt. That's a horse riding shirt? <laughs> yeah, a really nice one. Actually, it's one of my faves. You button it up technically, but you know, I'm not riding right now, so. Wow. Sounds like a polo. Um, it's nicer than a polo shirt. Uh, we ride in polo shirts at home, but when you when you compete, these are called dress shirts. Usually they're long sleeves, but in the summer we do the short sleeve because we put a jacket on, so you can't really tell. I mean, like ideally you're supposed to be able to see the white cuffs come out of your sleeve and with the long sleeve shirt, it just like looks really nice, but you can technically get away with the short sleeve shirt under the jacket and it's hot as balls here, so. I kind of like it, can, but can like normies wear it? Well, you know what I was thinking? Not that I ever want to try golf because it seems so boring, but if I did want to take up golf, I could use all my horse clothes probably for golf. Yeah. All my nice dress shirts and polos. The uniform for one rich people sport it totally works for the other rich people sport. Yeah, and uh, the gloves I wear are the same brand as golf gloves, apparently. Really? I forget how you pronounce it, but the R-O-R-O-E-C-K-L-E or something, Rokel gloves. I don't know if that's how you really pronounce it, but they make golf gloves also. That's cool. So why you been up for six hours? Were you getting some deep duck? <laughs> no, I wish. There's actually a couple of uh, hotties here at the horse show. I feel like a lot of times, well, like when we compete local and stuff, there's just like not a lot of dudes. For some reason, this is like a very like girl-heavy sport in America. But outside of America, a lot of men ride horses and compete in show jumping. And there's a lot of people here from other countries, and the men are kind of hot. I have a theory about this. Let's hear it. Well, in other countries, I don't think they have, like, cowboys, right? Like, there's not, like, rodeos. No. And I feel like if you're going to be a horse guy in America, you're a rodeo guy. You're a bucking bronco guy. You're not over here sauntering and high-stepping and being a posh mofo. Right. But in other countries... They know what's up. You are. Yeah. They know what's up. And you know what? It's kind of like football. It's like everyone wears these tight white pants, and it's a vibe. I believe it. I feel like they just look rich. Well, they don't just look rich. Yeah. They are rich. They are, yeah. Their bank account looks rich. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what you need. You need like an Argentinian. I know. So you need, well, here's what you, did, you gotta do. Why don't you like enter in some like tournament down there? In- that's what I need to do. I think down the, you know what I you know what I need to find is a polo player. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was Argentina thinking. Argentina is full of polo players. I need to learn polo and then I need to go to a polo competition down there. Yeah. You guys gotta get into the horse riding scene down in Argentina. Argent mm-hmm, Argentina. Mm-hmm. Argentina. <laughs> in the in the land of Argentina. Uh in Argentina is how it's yeah. pronounced. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, 
So wait, why were you up yeah. though? I don't know if you didn't oh, get Oh, we just, horse, horse show days start early. We feed at like 6 a.m. Uh, and then um, take the horses for a walk, get all of our shit clean. And then the classes start at 8 a.m. So if you're in the first class, you got to be on your horse at like 7.30. So it's just early days. So have you already ridden? Well, I'm not showing today. That's why I said I'd pod- I could podcast today. Got it. So I took Star for a walk and took Astra for a walk. I have the Astra here too. And then um, got all my stuff like situated. And then I'm going to go back and ride this afternoon. And then I have my big classic tomorrow. The classic is like the final, like the big final class of your division is called the classic. And it's always on the last day. Classic. Yeah. That's cool. Are you going to win? Are you going to get some blue ribbons up in this bitch? I don't know. There's 50 people in my class. It's so many. Yeah. Star Girl got a blue ribbon Wednesday, but it was one of those rounds where as long as you jump clear, then you get a blue ribbon. Oh. <laughs> so everyone kind of gets one if you if you leave the rails up and don't uh, have time faults, but but she still got one. It's a participation trophy. That's what you're telling no, me. No, you have to participate and you have to do it correctly. You oh, can't have okay. a rail and you can't have a time fault, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as you jump What's clear. What's a time fault? It sounds like something from a time travel movie. A time fault? Well, so with each class, there's a time allowed. And if you go over the time allowed, you get one fault for each second you go over the time allowed. Oh, so. So yeah. if you were, if you were like a second and a half over the time allowed, you'd get two time faults. You're fucking slow. Can't do that. Giddy up, motherfucker. Let's yes. go. Well, that's you cool. sound very, very echoey. Do I? Well, that's because I'm in a very echoey uh, room. And I'm just sorry. Mexico? I mean, it looks very tropical out there. It's beautiful. Do you want to see what? What I'm looking nice. at here? Hold yeah. On. Oh, wow. Is it just you in this place? It is just me. And they, I mean, I'm the talent, Brandy. Uh, oh. I also think, I think Jesse just is in a different hotel. So who's the real talent? Um, this is a hotel? It looks like a house. It is. like the, Yeah, this is a house, basically. It's a three-bedroom studio. It's freaking awesome. And it's <clears throat> there's a new resort next to where we film called La Jolla. Ding, ding. I don't have a bell. Do you have a bell? I do not. Oh, okay. Sands Bell today. It's beautiful, and they just built it. And so last year was the first year that I stayed here, and so now I'm back again. And it's wonderful and beautiful, and I'm, like, on the fucking water. I literally, from my patio, can see the paradise set. What you're saying is... Yeah. I should come down there because you have a spare bedroom. You're absolutely welcome to. Sarah can't come. My brother can't come. If you want to come on down here, you might have to take a bunch of COVID tests, but that's it. That's still a thing down there? It's not really in Mexico, but we're doing it just to be safe because we don't want to get shut down. We don't want to shut down. Like the production's doing the COVID testing. Right. It's a super well-oiled machine now. They've got, it's those little ones where you like drop a thing into the thing and then it shows like a little blue line if you're pregnant or not. It's like one of those now. And so you just do it every day. (laughs) And so far, not pregnant. Excited. So far, great news. How long are you there for? I'm here through the month. So yeah, if you want to come on down. Oh, just June? Yeah. It used to be my brother would come out. He, he can't have it. He had a freaking kid. Idiot. And oh, Sarah's yeah. filming her new show. So I'm here all by myself. And it's very lonely. I mean, I've got my own pool. And I just like. What? I'm mainly doing night shoots again this year. So I'm just like, I'm, I'm already sunburned. So like today I can't go outside because I got I to, gotta, I gotta, you know. Get the well, tango. what you need to do is you need to sit under an umbrella with just your feet hanging out. Yeah, but did you see my most recent post? Yeah, it still looks terrible. No, it's getting better. It's but you need to. That's what you need to be doing is sitting out there. Yeah, under the umbrella. You're right. Feet hanging out. 
I know. We should look at my my wiki feet score and see if it's changed. Probably has. I'm gonna be probably like low energy because I was up until like three last night, slinging drinks, telling stories, making TV, baby. Okay. But wow. I, but I am a little sleep deprived, so you're gonna get a weird show from me if I'm gonna be honest with you. Got it. Speaking of being sleep deprived, instant coffee. Have you had? I hate it. Oh, I love it. It's instant. It's so fast, and it tastes like coffee. What? Where does it? I think it tastes like garbage. Where have I been? The crystals in the coffee are magnificent, and I don't have to wait. Make a whole thing of coffee. I can just make one, two cups, however much I want. Just plop in a little bit of this brown doo doo water, and then all of a sudden, boom! I got myself. I got myself a cup of coffee. Ding ding ding. No one told me about instant coffee. I think this is my new thing. Ew, I hate it. I also just don't know. Coffee and wine are similar to me. It all tastes the fucking same. It's all kind of good. I don't know. You know, like people who are like, man, so-and-so's got the best cup of coffee. I'm like, I guess. It all fucking tastes like coffee to me, you know? See, I disagree. Like there's nothing worse than that nasty, like hotel tasting coffee. Yeah. Do you know what the one thing that I can't stand about like hotels, especially outside the country, is they have these espresso machines. Bro, I don't need an espresso. I need a cup of normal coffee like an American does, you know? They have these like, well, yeah, those little American pods. Coffee. And I no, don't know how to use the little pod machines ever. And it always makes the smallest amount of coffee. What's happening, guys? I gotta do like Because everywhere else they just drink shots of espresso all day. Because everywhere else they're like, This is fucking gross and I we wanna get this over with. As quickly yeah. as humanly possible. Yeah. Whereas us Americans are sadists and we want to enjoy our pain. So it's like, make it a, a grande, you know, a vente grande, fucking gigantic big gulp. See, I love coffee and I can tell a difference in the taste because I'm bouge like that. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's, I think the process of making my coffee in the morning is just like therapeutic to me also. Yeah. It's like the only part of my day that's the exact same every day and that's comforting to me. But I have the Chemex, you know, like glass carafe. I have like the the brown cones yeah. that you put in and then I like manually pour, pour over, over my coffee every single morning. You're and a- it's very therapeutic and my coffee always tastes so good. You're a pour over gal? Oh. I'm a pour over gal. And then as if that's not bougie enough, yeah. I have a milk frother that I literally travel with. I brought it with me. Jesus And Christ. I froth my um, Oat Oatly Barista Edition oat milk to pour into my bougie Chemex coffee. Dude, what happened to soy milk? Is that gone? Are we done with that? It's terrible for you. Is it? Yeah. Is oat milk bad for you? No, oat milk's great. How do we know that? Because we thought that soy milk was good for you. Well, soy milk, though is artificial right like soy isn't well soy is a, i don't know that's a bean yeah i'm just i've i'm pretty sure there's hormones in it if you want to give it a goog like it's really bad for women to drink soy milk interesting oat milk though comes from a plant i don't do any milk i'm a man lady questionable yeah should we start the show let's do it uh is it me or you i don't know i think it's you you kind of look buff Bro. in that shirt what? Kind of look buff in that shirt. I am buff. Yeah. But by Bros. the way, we need to, we by the way, we need to you've been posting some thirst traps lately. We got to talk about it. All right, start the show. Are they thirst traps anymore if you're just hot all the time? Oh, ding ding ding. I don't know. I love that. 
I don't know. Yeah. All right, bros and hoes, we're coming at you from On the Road. It's your favorite thing podcast with... Will Sam Brandy. Ding, 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 ding. ding. We um, all right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bull and Branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. Yeah, I've been noticing lots of bikini shots on the gram for the old brand eye. I mean, here's the thing. Yeah. Bikini pictures, like bikini posts, do the best, obvi, mm -hmm. because sex sells, and that's the world we live in. Yeah. So summertime, you have to take advantage and post as many as you can, because you can't be posting those all through the winter. True. You could. You, what you should do is, though, you should like um, backlog a bunch of these, so you can be releasing in November and December. But then, in, but then in December, people are like, "What the fuck? That's not now. Like, it's freezing outside." True. But and that you, know? you got the farm bod rocking. Like, I don't blame you. I'm just saying. Are you getting like a ton of DM slides? I mean, I've got some good combos going on in Raya right now. Do you? Yeah. Anyone of note? Any famous no, person just, you know? No, you know, Raya's full of people that think they're somebody, but they're not really, but they want to be really bad, which is fine. So, like, basically me's out there. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Totally. Yeah. Hurtful. You got multiple combos? I got a few combos going. Yeah? Yeah. Give me a name. No. <laughs> Give me a name. Come on. <laughs> no. Anyone famous? Like, really famous, though? Everyone's, I don't know, like, there's, like, a lot of basic people on Raya. You yeah. know, like, a lot of, like, Matt's and Kyle's. Uh, and you're, like. Chad's. Chad. I mean, actually, I haven't seen a Chad, shockingly. Mm, that's good. Um, so you've got like a whole bunch of those like basics, you know? Mm -hmm. And then once you get through all the like American profiles, I'll start showing you foreign people, uh, which those are the ones you really want to get to. And then you start getting some like crazy names, you know what I mean? Brian, a lot of mats, Mikey. Daniel, just like basic. Jay, Adam, like the most basic, like these guys. How Come do you on. how do you unlock the Argentinian equestrian Raya? Well, I think they show you profiles based on where you are, which is really frustrating. PN. Like I'm not trying to date somebody in Nashville. Ugh. Get a VPN for your phone. Change your location yeah. to Buenos Aires. Buenos Aires. And then boom, bing, bada bing, bada boom, you got yourself uh, Marco yeah. from Buenos Aires who rides horses and also rides brand eyes. That would be nice. Mm -hmm. It would be nice. That would be nice. That's, that's what I see for you. I see a Latin American equestrian who is very tan and speaks terrible English, but that's fine. We don't need him to talk a lot. We just need him to look good. Exactly. And... 
makes like a hell of a hanger steak and like that's it. That sounds phenomenal. Right? Yeah. I'm into that. Yeah, same. You got any you got any, you got any three things, bro? Or what? <laughs> bro, I'm not sure. Yeah. Cool, cool. I'm not sure about it. I, I noticed something recently. What? So I was at the Vedanta. That's like the staging area before you go to paradise. <clears throat> oh, I was like, what? It's like fucking Disneyland for Mexico. I posted something and like everyone on Instagram was like, you're at the Vedanta. That's great. So anyways, I was at the Vedanta and I was sitting by the pool and I was in, enjoying myself and having a margarita and I was just observing. One, what happens to guys at some point, they just get this big Buddha belly in life. <laughs> You know, like that's not fat. That's not, there's no way that's all fat. <laughs> so that's just like impacted shit for like that. You just need to go get a colon blast, bro. Like, I just think you just have a bunch of like impacted poop in your gut because they're like fit otherwise, but then they have this huge belly. It's very, very confusing. But what's amazing about it is that when this happens, inevitably their belly button pops out like a fucking turkey timer. At what point does this happen in your life? And if it does, like, how are you not doing something about it? Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. It's very common to see that. All I saw at the Vedanta. And listen, when I see it on women, I understand because they had a baby in there. Like, that makes sense. What's your excuse, Kyle? You need to go in there and get all this impacted doo-doo out of your stomach, bro. Like, it's got to be that. There's no way it's 12 inches of fat that you've accumulated just around your Buddha belly. Yeah. I feel like I just always assumed it was like a beer belly. Uh, yeah, that's what it's called. But there's no way it's all fat. I guess not. I think it's poop. No. I feel like. You're not far from this happening to you. I'm, I'm starting to fear this, and I <laughs> must continue the cardio. And <laughs> I have cut out the beer, though, and I tell you what, because your boy's got an, an allergy to brewer's yeast, and poop's never been better, all right? Poops have never been really? better. Yeah, I'm living in 2034 because mm. beer, not it for me. Mm -hmm. So you got no faith things is what you're telling me. I mean, I'm telling you that I haven't watched hardly anything since the last time we chatted. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm still on The Staircase, which yeah, I'm I, assuming you didn't watch. I watched the first episode, and it is good. Oh. But, but the problem that I have with it is that I've watched the documentary, so I know what's happening. And to be honest with you, as good as Colin Firth is, the actual guy is, is more compelling to me. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. And the daughters are actually more compelling. I think it's crazy that so many big name actresses play those daughters yeah. and they like are such small roles, at least so far. Maybe once I get further in, they'll have more lines. But like Sophie Turner, in the first few episodes, she like maybe has like four lines. And I'm like, what? Yeah, I know. How do you go from being Sansa Stark to like having four lines in a show? I know that the daughters become important. In, because you've seen the documentary. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, I, I'm excited for you to finish it so you can watch the documentary and then tell me what you think. I definitely think the play is to always watch the like scripted show first and then the doc. Yeah. If there's both, you know, like these days there's both. Like we work show doc. Speaking of documentaries, have you seen Keep, Sweet, Pray, and Obey? No, I've never even heard of that. Netflix, baby. Ding, 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 ding. I am just amazed with Mormons these days, you know? <laughs> it's insane. Here's the, the tag. 
keep sweet, pray and obey, examines the rise of Warren Jeffs in the fundamentalist church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and his shocking criminal case. If you want to go down a weird rabbit hole of just like bonkers religion in terms of the LDS, is that what it is? LDS? Latter-day Saints? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Bro, keep sweet, pray, and obey. Insane. Also, did you know that Mormons believe in dinosaurs, but what they believe is that when God was forming the earth, he took a bunch of other planets and mushed them together, and on one of those planets, the dinosaurs lived, and that's why they're embedded in the rocks of our planet. So they believe in dinosaurs, but they believe that they're aliens, which is even more insane. Yeah, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's much more difficult than them being here, you know? Mm-hmm. Agree. Anyways, yeah, bro. Yeah, going from under the banner of heaven to keep sweet, pray, and obey. Sorry to all our Mormon fans out there, but, <laughs> you know, whoa, kind of bonkers. I really think we should have somebody on the show that is Mormon. Yeah. To, like, enlighten us and explain some things. No, I don't know if I want that because they might they might convert me. You they know? might. Yeah. I, I'm very susceptible. to. Are you? Are you? Are you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sarah, listen, uh, I, I've been praying on it, and um, <laughs> I think we need to have three more wives, you know? I think that that's what, that's what God wants of me. He wants me to procreate with multiple women. Heavenly Father has told me to do this. I think I want to get someone from the Mormon religion on the show, and I also want a flat earther in here immediately. I don't think those actually exist. Dude, they, they do. They, they, I feel like people that say they're a flat earther just say that to piss people off and get under their skin. Here's my question for flat earthers. Well, I have a lot of questions for flat earthers, but here's my main <laughs> question. When you see a lunar eclipse, uh. what the fuck do you think is happening? <laughs> because the shadow over the moon is circular. And you know that's this is true. You know that's us. How so? If it was flat, <laughs> then it would just be like a sliver across. Uh huh. How do you fucking rationalize that? That's why I'm telling you. I don't think they actually believe it. I think they're just a group of people that like to cause a rise out of people. You know what I mean? I don't know. I I, I see enough of these videos on TikTok where it's like they like really believe it. Speaking I, of TikTok, yeah. When you told us last week there at the end of the show, yeah. About you watching the the woodworking TikToks. Oh, and yeah. I wasn't prepared for how uncomfortable your TikTok about those TikToks was going to make me feel. Mm, yeah, well, it <laughs> it's sexy. Okay. I'm concerned for you. Are you okay? I'm doing great. Like, I love Are the, you sure? I'm doing great. I mean. How's your sex life with Sarah? <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> those, Worried. Those videos are just so satisfying. <laughs> They're not that sad. But you know what's funny? You talk about, you know, posting bikini vids or whatever, bikini pics, thirst traps. That one did very well. <laughs> Which concerns me. Yeah. Like, like I think I got a half a million views on that. <laughs> and all I did was watch someone fucking shave wood. Is this all okay. I needed? To, is this all I need to do fucking to be on TikTok is watch other people and like moan and groan? Sign me yeah. up, baby. Let me sell some foot pics while I'm at it. What is the least resistance to extreme wealth that I need to go down? Mm -hmm. I think that could be it. 
I think so too. But those videos are great. And also the watch maker, the watch cleaner guy. I watched another one of his videos. Oh God, so good. So, <laughs> oh, it's so satisfying. I watched a cute little rom-com. You did? Yeah, Bowen Yang's new film, uh, Fire Island. Fire Island? Fire Island, bro. Like Fire Festival on an island? No, not that's Fire Fest. No, this is Fire Island, which Fire Island oh, is like a like a place in a, like New York, I think. Oh. Bowen Yang from SNL is on it. It's on Hulu. Here's a tag. A pair of best friends set out to have a legendary week-long summer vacation with the help of Cheap Rosé and a group of eclectic friends. Fire Island. Sounds terrible. It's really good, but it's like, um, it's an LGBTQ plus rom-com, which is kind of refreshing these days. And I love Bo and Yang. Ding, ding, ding. I think he might be one of my favorite SNL people right now. I haven't watched SNL in so long. What? It's good. I really, yeah, I really haven't. It's good. You know Pete Davidson's leaving SNL. I did. Yes, I know that. I guess he's going over. I think he's going to regret that decision. Well, he's been, I feel like he's been trying to leave for the past like six years and like Lauren won't let him leave. He's been like held captive. How much does Hulu pay per episode of the Kardashians? Um, let me well, get, jump on that bitch. How much longer do you think that's going to last? Forever. Forever and ever. No. Absolutely not. Here's the thing. They are e- everyone. I just recently found this out. They're all EPs on it, which means they get cuts of the show and they can make edits. No, not the Kardashians. Pete and Kim. Oh. How long is that going to last? I think they're going to get engaged. No. You don't think so? No. Why not? Why would Kim do that? Well, she married Kanye West, bro. <sighs> yeah, but Kanye... At least he had some, like, cool street cred. I don't know. Pete's Pete. just Pete. Listen. Don't get it. It's the big dick energy. I, it's I gotta guess so. be. He's also funny. It goes a long way. Girls have I such guess. low standards. Girls want two things. They want height and they want funny. Yep. And guess what Pete's got? I don't got. want funny. Yeah, okay. But you want height. But height, yes. Women are blinded by height. They are blinded by the height. But it's insane. But, and Pete's like six three, six four. I've he's met tall, him. He's yeah. taller than me. Yeah, I think he's at least six four. Yeah, there you go. No, the height, the height blindness is real. It's like not... tall guys just get away with so much shit. So much shit. Wonder why? Yeah, I don't know why. It, why? It's like the altitude up there or something. I don't know. I'm a little guilty of it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Am I a tall person or no? I would say you're like slightly above average in the height department. So what's average? You think five nine? I think average is like five ten. Okay, I'm six foot. Yeah. So I I don't feel like I get like the tall guy pass for things. No, probably not. No. I think like five ten to like six one, you don't really get the pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Six two. But the minute you hit six two, yep. you start getting fucking hall passes after hall pass yep. for yep. all the shit you pull. You can do whatever you want when you're six two. And if you're six four, my God, you can just be the trashiest, suckiest dude on the face of the earth and you probably still get a great girl. Yeah, probably. That's all it takes. <laughs> That's all it takes in this life. Ooh. Speaking of LGBTQ stuff on tv mm-hmm. sarah's new movie my fake boyfriend oh is going to be out in like canada uk and latin america on thursday so tomorrow oh. i think how do we watch it 
It's going to be on uh, Prime. Okay. When can us Americans watch? Next week. So if you're out of the country, you can watch it this week. If you are in the United States next week. And I see. This is the movie that Sarah filmed with Dylan Sprouse. Oh. One of them Sprouse boys. Is he the one that's dating Barbara Palvin? Yes. She is so beautiful. Yeah, she's hot. Here's the tag. A young man in a tricky situation who follows the advice of his unconventional best friend, played by Dylan Sprouse, and uses social media to create a fake boyfriend to keep his awful ex-lover out of his life. But everything backfires when he meets the real love of his life. And breaking up and breaking up with his fake boyfriend proves hard to do. My fake boyfriend. I've seen it already because your boy is sleeping with one of the stars. And mm-hmm. uh, it's really good. It's amazing. So you should go watch it. My fake, my fake boyfriend. Real love is hard to find. You're telling me. Unless you're 6'2", and then you're fine. Yeah. You can go and fuck anything you want. Yep. Maybe that's why I've always gravitated towards really short women, because then I feel like 6'2". <laughs> you know? That's a great point. I think that's what happened. Uh-huh. I think so, too. I think that's what happened. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm reading a fantastic book right now, and I want everyone to go read it. And this is so not what I normally read. Okay. It's called The Power of Now, A Guide to Spiritual Enlightenment. Huh. Yeah, that doesn't sound like you at all. No. It's by um, this guy named Eckhart Tolle. And Are you kidding? This guy named Eckhart Tolle? Oh, you know who that is? Everyone knows who that is. Oh, I... Oh, my gosh. Do you not like Eckhart Tolle? No, I love him. Oh. Go ahead, continue. Well, then have you read The Power of Now? No, but I have read... Hold on, I have to look up the name of it, actually. A New Earth? Yes, A New Earth. So good. I've been kind of going through some things recently, and... <laughs> like what? How do I put this? I've been struggling with ego... I think recently a lot. Okay. And I think it's something that a lot of people struggle with and well, men specifically. Yeah. But it's very not, much. Yes, everyone. I agree everyone, but men really do. I think that like you're confusing like masculine like muchismo ego with like I'm talking about like career ego and that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Anyways, listen, I think for everyone for the past couple of years going through this pandemic and like work's been weird and hard and uh, the economy's up and down and like there's just like a lot of negative energy and hatred in the world right now and yeah so I was talking to my buddy David Bournet who's a brilliant musician but he's just like kind of very like enlightened you know he's like one of those mm-hmm. people who you, you talk to and you have these like deep conversations you're like god man I wish I was like, kind of more like you so he sent me this book The Power of Now and I started reading it it's funny how things come in your life but I think when you kind of need them the most this book is so interesting with like how it looks at regular human struggle, how we can overcome it, I guess. And I know this sounds like so hippy dippy fruity shit, but like I'm telling you, it's been such a good read. Here's the tag. The Power of Now, A Guide to Spiritual Enlightenment is a book by Eckhart Tolle, who apparently everyone knows. It presents itself as a discussion about how people interact 
with themselves and others. The concept of self-reflection and presence in the moment are presented along with simple exercises for the achievement of its principles. If I could like kind of boil it down to kind of simply what it is, how someone reaches enlightenment is by being fully immersed in the present. Everyone says these things, like stop and smell the roses, like enjoy the moment, you know, like you hear all these things, but it's really hard to do because you're always concerned about your past and Mm -hmm. future. If you have grief in your life and sadness, it's because of something that happened in the past. Mm -hmm. That is a fear of what happened before. And if you have anxiety or trepidation, that is a fear of something that is going to happen in the future. And so all of our issues that we have in our life are about things that haven't happened or already did, and it doesn't matter anymore. And when you start Mm -hmm. thinking about that, it's like, that's kind of crazy. And if you just enjoy what's happening right now, life gets like a little bit easier. I'm only halfway Mm -hmm. through, and I'm no way like any type of like spiritual Sherpa, but it's been very, very interesting. And I've learned a lot about like how the mind affects our consciousness and vice versa and how e- how your ego really can like feed on your fear and stuff and mm-hmm. how that's just like not helpful in living your life. Anyways, I really, ding, ding, right. ding. I really, really love this book. And if like you're a little lost or something, dude, go check out The Power of Now. Well, I feel like even if you're not, it's probably a great read. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the ego stuff stems from like where you find your self-worth right like i think a lot of people find it in their job or how much money they make or like like achievements awards like things like that and i think that's where like a lot of that ego stuff plays in because if you find your self-worth in like things that actually matter like your relationships and stuff like that i think you have a healthier ego right because the ego doesn't ever really go away i feel like it's either healthier it's not i don't know well, also, you know, your ego, especially with like career stuff or success, I'm doing as I'm doing air quotes, mm-hmm. it's a bottomless pit, right? Okay, I want to become rich. I want to own all the things. And when I get to this point, then, then I will be fulfilled. But then once you get those things and, you know, you make some money or you buy the car or whatever, then there's another thing that mm-hmm. you think that you need that was going to fill this bottomless pit of ego, what this book's talking about is that's a part of your brain that like feeds on the fact that it's never going to end. And that's why it's labeled to like kind of like stay alive. Uh, cause mm-hmm. It's like feeding on all your insecurities, like what you think you need. And like what you really need is just, is just to be able to enjoy the now because that's all there is, you know? Yeah. You've only ever experienced now. You've never experienced past. And you can't experience the future because you, know, you don't have a time machine. You, you've only ever experienced what's happening right fucking now. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of the same thing over and over again in this book. It's just because it's, I think it's a hard thing to grasp. So it's like kind, yeah. of kind of like kind of like banging it into your head of like, this is what you need to be focusing on. And if you can do that, then you'll be a little bit happier. And I found that yeah. like I've just been reading, I'm like, I don't know, five days into reading this book. I have been in a better place ever since trying to impart his wisdom into my life. So check it out. Love that for you, Wells. You should read it. Yeah, I I will. I I would actually like to reread uh, A New Earth because it's been a long time since I've read it. Mm -hmm. I'll read this one that you're reading, and then after you're done with this one, you should read A New Earth, and then we can talk about them both. Okay. What is A New Earth about? It's similar 
stuff. I feel like everything he writes has a very similar theme, right? Mm -hmm. I think it has more to do with like finding your purpose in life and your self-worth and like kind of more of that stuff. I think that all plays into living in the moment and not having anxiety and not worrying about your past because like, I don't know, to me, like all those things kind of play into each other, right? It's like kind of what I was saying. Like if you find your purpose in like your career and your goals and what achievements you want, how much money you want to make, that's not living in the now, right? Mm -hmm. That's like living in what you want for your future or whatnot. So definitely similar themes, but just more about like figuring out for you, like what truly matters in life, what drives you, where you find your identity, and I think when we start to look for our identity in the wrong things, then that's when we start living in the past or living in the future too much, right? Yeah. Yeah. Eckhart Tolle. Who yeah. knew? Well, you knew, apparently. Well, I knew. And a lot of a lot of people know. But that's okay. Yeah. Well, listen, I didn't. <laughs> that's like saying, that's like saying like, oh, I found this author, Brene Brown, that I... you guys are going to love. Okay, everyone knows Brene Brown, right? I don't know Brene Brown. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you probably like her, actually. She's kind of like... A female version of him in a way, but like more modern. Yeah. She has a great documentary on Netflix. If you don't want to go the book route, I I guess like a live taping of one of her. She's a public speaker as well. And Mm. it was like a live taping of one of her, not shows. What do you call that? When someone does like a public speaking thing. Like a TED talk? Sort of. Yeah, exactly. The Netflix special is called The Call to Courage. So it's been out for a while. Hot minute. I think I watched it during quarantine, but um, really good watch. So if you want an intro to Brene, I would highly recommend that. And then she's got several books that are great. Look at us. We've gone away from just like, (laughs) you should go watch this shitty reality show on Netflix to Spiritual Enlightenment? Yeah, still going to watch All-Star Shore, but also... <laughs> I know, All-Star Shore's coming out in just 20 days or so. But also, like, let's keep a good balance, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's all life's about. And I feel like Eckhart Tolle would agree with us on that. It's all about balance. Absolutely. Speaking of balance and balancing the force, Obi-Wan Kenobi's still great. I love it. I don't know. I'm just so excited for Disney+. Plus. Oh, and I've been told to tell you guys one of Sarah's favorite things. Ding, ding. Oh, great. RuPaul's All-Stars? <laughs> Uh, guys, Drag Race is back, but now with all-stars. And we're not talking about people who did well. No, they're all winners, okay? This is the cream of the crop, the best of the best. If you think you know about RuPaul's Drag Race, you don't know shit. I'm making this up. I'm hyping it up because I, I didn't watch the show. But um, she says it's great. I said, who are you rooting for? And she goes, well, I have to root for Monet Exchange. I went to high school with her. So um, she's rooting for Monet Exchange, but uh, Jinx Monsoon, she's loving Jinx Monsoon. I love the names that they get to have. Like this, I, I want. <laughs> I need a drag name first of all. Is there like a BuzzFeed quiz that like makes me get a drag oh, I'm queen sure. name? Yeah, for sure. So she's big into Monet Exchange, big into Jinx Monsoon, and the Vivian. She's the winner of Drag Race UK. This is the first time oh. that they're getting people from like the abroad versions of the show in, and uh-huh. shit is fire. And the first episode apparently. Naomi Campbell was the uh, the guest celebrity judge or whatnot, and they all had to walk the runway, and they had to be judged by Naomi Campbell. Can you imagine? Sounds terrifying. It's like me going to play golf and having Tiger Woods judge my swing. I would freak out. Oh, yeah. That sounds horrible. Yeah. RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars out now on, I think that's a Paramount Plus. I'm not sure. Got it. Yeah. Or maybe it's back on 
Bravo or something. I don't know. Whatever. You can figure it out. A lot of all-star themed TV going on right yeah. now. Yeah. What about just the regular stars? You know? Yeah. I feel like yeah. that's where I live. Can we have can we have just like a <laughs> mediocre stars show? Uh huh. You know? I mean, surely at this point they're gonna have some sort of bachelor all star show come coming up. Yeah. Is anyone really an all star in this no. franchise? The whole no. premise is it's a bunch of people who can't find love. Right. You know? So they're all losers. We're all, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah what's the opposite of all stars that's that's what everyone is here (laughs) it's true and i'm one of them so that's hard to swallow i put a pause on stranger things i just feel like that's not something i can watch on my ipad in this airbnb like i need my big screen tv for that you know you gotta finish it though dude i know i know so that's on pause and then I'm still going with the staircase. Oh, you know what? I kind of have a least favorite thing. Oh, tell me. Pain, pains me to say it. But mm. I finished The Flight Attendant mm. season two. Honestly, it just was not as good as season one. Like, I just kept waiting and kept watching in hopes that it was going to get better and, like, have some really great ending. And it was just fine. Yeah, it's tough. Just fine. The first one was so good. It's hard to live up I know. to. You know? you know, that's what they get for trying to have it without Michelle Hughes. Men. Didn't Michelle die? Yeah. Well, that's but we want to bring him back to life. Well, and I'm just saying, like that's why season one was probably so great because yeah. he's obviously amazing. Because everyone was just sitting there thinking, "Man, I love the some deep dick and from Michelle Kilsman." Exactly. Yeah, I get it. Do you know who Zach Bryan is? It's funny you say this. Somebody just asked me this this week because I guess he's playing at Red Rocks yeah. this summer. And somebody asked me if I wanted to go. And I was like, I don't know who that is. And then I played some of the music and I loved it. Yeah, it's funny because Dean hit me up and was like, hey, man, have you heard of this guy? And I was like, I hadn't. I'm kind of embarrassed. It's got kind of like a Tyler Childers vibe to it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you haven't heard of Zach Bryan, here's a song called Hidden South. Pretty good. Check it out. He will get the last lap. It's the last thing he did. And he used to roll around in that red dirt mud. Now he's skipping town and that roster's out for blood. Don't stop going, going south. Cause I'll let you play your music real damn loud. Don't stop heading, heading south. Cause they won't understand the words that are pouring from your mouth. Pretty good. Maybe we should all go to that Red Rocks show. I'm down. You know, I've never been to Red Rocks. What? And I've never been. Have you been to the Gorge? I've never been there. No, either. that's I gotta go there. Yeah, that's I a, gotta go there. Now that we're getting back, like COVID's hopefully over soon, um, and we can like go do things. We should do Red Rocks, the Gorge. Is there any other ones that we need to do? I feel like Hollywood Bowl. If you haven't done that, is kind of iconic. Yeah. I love the Greek theater. It's I a love, lot smaller than Hollywood. I love Hollywood, the Greek, but too. Yeah. Yeah. Red Rocks, though, is amazing. He's playing there November 3rd. Okay. And then the Gorge. I don't even know who's playing there this year. We should definitely look that up. Dave Matthews Band is playing three nights in a row in September. I love Dave Matthews Band. Ooh, Rufus to Soul. That would be sick at the Gorge. All right, let's plan one of these. Let's go. Oh, shit. Why is this canceled? Sturgill Simpson and Tyler Childers, but oh, canceled. What happened? That would have been sickening, but Rupert's the Soul is still on October. I saw this cover from this guy named uh, Josiah and the, that's his TikTok name, that he was 
covering Ghost by Justin Bieber, but doing oh. it as like a country folk song. And okay. it's so freaking good. Young blood thinks there's always tomorrow. Miss your touch on nights when I'm hollow. I know you crossed the bridge that I can't follow. Since the love that you left is all that I give, I want you to know that if I can be close to you, I settle for the ghost of you. I miss you more than life. Oh. And if you can So freaking good, dude. Go give that guy a follow. Again, it's a Josiah and the, and he does like a bunch of covers. I I love it. And it's just all on TikTok? Yeah. He does one I think he does one every day. And it's just fantastic. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well you got anything else? I think that's all I got. Sorry guys. Look kind of a Kind of a short, maybe not actually. Yeah, I don't short know. episode. I mean, listen, we talked a lot about nothing, so you know, depending on how bored you are, it might have been fine. Yeah, <laughs> and also like we're, I'm just trying to get you to spiritual enlightenment, and that's right, priceless. Right, right. So priceless, yeah. First we bashed Mormons, and then we tried to get you spiritually enlightened. So. Yeah, well, what an interesting dichotomy <laughs> there is, huh? 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 I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> didn't see the hypocrisy in myself until just now. <laughs> God, I'm so full of shit. I love it. Maybe you... we should, maybe someone, can someone recommend a self-awareness <laughs> book for Wells next, please? <laughs> oh, beautiful. All right. You got anything big, big coming up that I need to know about? I'm about to go on family vacation. Oh, man. So that's what I got coming up. I'm playing in Park City, which is one of my favorite places to play, July 4th weekend. So if you're in Utah, Land of Mormons, come on out. Or if you're not, make a make a trip. Park City is beautiful in the summer. Tis. And then, uh, you know, we'll see what happens from there. All right. If we have any... Yeah, uh, I, might be, I might be hopping down to Mexico for a little vacation somewhere in come here. Come on. I got a room right over here for you. Coming down to lay by that pool. Yeah, man. Yeah, if there's any Argentinian equestrians with a strong jawline and a, kind of a sad grasp of the English account. language and a fat-ass bank account, hit up a girl. Holla. Holla. That's all yeah. we're asking. All we're asking. All right, well, I'm going to, um, you know, keep bartending down here and doing the dang thing and uh, make it shit weird. Great. And I'm going to be working on my foot tan. Please. I'm trying. Okay, guys. You know, as a, as a last resort, there is self-tanner. No. I'm, <laughs> I'm like one burn away from equalizing. You know. All right, tears. we love you. Love y'all. Bye. If you can't be next to me, your memory is ecstasy. I miss you more than life This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.